When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Remote Bald Move Studios for our sixth annual Baldies Awards. These are the Bald Move Awards. Uh, welcome. We these these are the process of weeks of del- deliberations between Jim and I to decide uh, what is the best in bald move. Now, that's a crucial point of phrase. If this is your first Baldies Awards, uh, we are not perpetrating to say the best absolute best in any calendar year this is the best and bald move this is only based on what we've seen uh what we're familiar with crucially what we've covered on the podcasts uh we have whole categories devoted to things that we might have missed and things that might have been uh gotten away from us uh so we do pay respect to maybe the the absolute greats there but uh yeah if, if you're thinking well what about this or what about that um all these have to be released between January 1st, 2021 and December 31st, 2021. And also, we had to do a podcast. Um, and if you're confused about why some of them are on, you wouldn't think. Uh, recognize that we consider our premium podcasts podcast as well. So there's a whole the whole universe of stuff happening on our off-the-clock premium show that uh, if you're not a subscriber, you probably are not aware of. And uh, maybe you should fix that. Five bucks a month, etc. Uh, is we need to say anything else? Uh, there's there's different wrinkles for each individual category. Uh, we we still haven't heard back from from Lin Manuel Miranda about the uh, the gala song and dance musical montage he was supposed to come up for us. Um, we invited Patrick maybe, Stewart, but I'm not sure he even got the request. Yeah, may, maybe in 2020 for the 2022 Baldies, we'll have this all together. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Is there any more any more ado that we need to get past further, or should we get into our first category? I think we should get into the categories. I'm excited. All right. This is uh, we're, we've we've got uh, we're gonna work our way up to the prestige, you know, drama and, and actor categories. We're gonna start out with a couple of fun ones, some things that uh, me and Jim are kind of personally curious to know. First is what is the best bald move Christmas? And the nominees are all the Bald Move Christmases. 2015, the 24 Days of Bald Move Christmas Carol, uh, the infamous Booze Tree with 48 bottles of air, airline-sized bottles of booze uh, hung festively from it. And uh, we released the Godfather trilogy as a bonus uh, club gift. In fact, Godfather turned 50 this year, uh, this week. And uh, if you hadn't had a chance to listen to the Godfather podcast, we just re-released it. 2016 was the Badass Christmas, where we featured Rocky IV, Die Hard, Jingle All the Way, all fantastic Christmas movies. And we, for our special Christmas gift, uh, It's a Wonderful Life, the classic. 2017 is the Mary Culkin Keatmas with Home Alone, Jack Frost, Batman Returns, and the Star Wars Holiday Special. Classic. That's a great one. 2018 was the much maligned, very Giamatti Christmas, uh, featuring Giamatti films such as All is Bright, Fred Claus, and Gemini's fantastic Giamatti's One Man Manger. Uh, I, I don't know. I like that one a lot. 2019, McAllister, McLeanmas 2, Christmas Harder, featuring Die Hard 2, Home Alone 2, Jingle All the Way 2, and A Christmas Story as the Christmas Gift. That was a fun one. 2020, the Merry COVID Christmas, which was very COVID, not very merry, uh, featuring um, a medley of the holiday, Lethal Weapon, Elf, also featured our first Christmas live streams and our first ever Secret Santa gift exchange, bringing us to 2021, the Merry Scary Christmas featuring Rare Exports, Krampus Gremlins, and our fantastic audio production, A Barry Belter Christmas, Christmas in the Expanse Universe. Jim, Mm -hmm. I have the golden envelope right here. Let's see. Let's see what we thought, and let's see what the people thought. I'm 80% curious what the results are, but I'm 20% curious how long it's going to take us to open envelopes. Because <laughs> they are actually sealed this year. And they're gold. They're, they're reinforced. Solid gold. Did I not seal them in previous years? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I think we did the, the fake, the ah, fake open. 
Maybe I should because I actually found it hard to find these these gold envelopes in the store this year. Wow. Um, 2021's Bald Move Award for Best Bald Move Christmas. The Bald Move vote is 2018's A Very Giamatti Christmas. Congratulations. Oh, very nice. Congratulations. Uh, fortunately, Giamatti Man couldn't be here to accept the award. Mm-hmm. Uh, although he has commented on the project, calling it the very creepy Christmas. So check it out. Um, the community, the bald move community, an important voice on this one, selected 2017's Mary Culkin Keatmas. I mean, okay. that's a great Home Alone and, and the, the Star, Star Wars, Wars holiday, holiday special. special. Yeah, that that's uh, that's a standout. Twenty one percent. 21% of the vote, uh, they were all pretty hotly contested. Uh, McAllister McLeanmas was 18%. Mary Scary Christmas was 17 uh, 24 Days of Bald Move Christmas with 15%, and then uh, so forth and so on. And uh, every, everyone's least favorite Christmas, the COVID Christmas. How about that? Hmm. Yeah, it didn't have a strong uh, theme. S- yeah. So one of them in the books. Jim? What's our next category? Next category is this year's best comedy. Uh, I, I hate to say it, but we didn't watch a lot of comedies. We, we typically, this is a smaller category for us. Um, a lot of people throughout the year watch a lot of ca- uh, comedies. You tend to watch a lot more comedies than I do. I think this year it was pretty evenly split here. Um, but there weren't very many to choose from, from what we had seen. So this is going to be a pretty short uh, list here. I think actually everybody who made it onto the list made it onto the uh, nominees. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> uh, let's start off in no particular order here. Rick and Morty season five. I think you should leave season two, which if you haven't seen this show, it's a sketch comedy show uh, featuring a man who is full on insane most of the time. Um, true. Next up is Reservation Dogs. That's uh, a a a indigenous peoples uh drama comedy uh, coming of age dramedy yeah it's it's uh, an interesting show certainly outside of our wheelhouse uh ted lasso season two which of course i think by now everybody's heard of ted lasso and finally what we do in the shadows season three uh that's a hilarious vampire show yeah so i think it's time to open this envelope i've got it right here it's gold all right it's shiny. It's stuck. Oh, okay. These aren't so bad to open. I was a little worried. <laughs> <laughs> and the winner of the 2021 Bald Move Award for Best TV Comedy, Ted Lasso, Season 2. Hey, with Ted, 40% of the vote, the community agrees. Give it up. Give it up. We find, we, so, so we're in sync. We're synced up with our community. 40 percentile synced. That's not bad. That's a shocking um, percentage, actually. That, that's a massive win for Ted Lasso. What was the top five uh, for the Bald Move top five? Top five of the community? No, of the Bald Move. I just want to know, like, uh, if people want to know, like, what our top five comedies were. Is that not on that Oh, paper? I, I mean, oh. yes, th- these are in order. So Ted Lasso is number one. Ted, yes. uh, number two is I think you should leave. Three is Reservation Dogs. Four is what we do in the shadows. And number five is Rick and Morty. Uh, with some some honorable mentions rounding out the list, there there were a few more. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, season 15. Mm, that was a, that was that stung because that was a pretty good season. Yeah. Uh, Mythic Quest, season two, Schmigadoon. And then rounding out the list is Hacks. So... Uh, what, yeah, um, that's, that's good. What, what did uh, I think you should leave? Did, did it get in the top five on the ball on the community no. side? No, it, it, no, it doesn't get even no. an honorable mention here. No, what we do in the oh, shadows, people. This is the, the steep drop off from Ted Lasso, which is forty percent. Sure, what we do in the shadows is ten percent. Ten percent. It's number two. Number two. Yeah. Wow. Followed by Hacks, Rick and Morty, and Reservation Dogs, all kind of neck and neck there. People, your homework assignment, if you have any love for me at all, uh, is to go watch I Think You Should Leave. It'll, like, each season, there's, like, six episodes a season. The episodes are 15 minutes long. Yeah, that's fine. I I, I, I need you to do it. I need you to do it right now. Uh, If you're two episodes in, you don't like it, fine, you're excused. But I I think you're going to like it. Um, All right. Let's bring us up to the second biggest disappointment of the year beyond the community not putting I Think You Should Leave in the top five best comedy. Uh, the biggest disappointment, um, 
These are things that we were looking forward to or had every right to be awesome. Uh, you know, every, things can disappoint you, but to be a biggest disappointment, you have to have expectations. And that's mm-hmm. what this category is all about. Things that we had an expectation of, an assured expectation of, and were ripped from us, uh, were delivered in a half-hearted, shitty fashion. Uh, the nominees this year, in no particular order, Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. A Vegas heist involving zombies. How can it go wrong? How can it go wrong? Indeed. With a, a fun trailer, too. The Mini Saints of Newark. A return to The Sopranos by its creator. Uh, a feature-length film. The HBO's got its full... And, and, and uh, the Warner's got their full full uh, power behind. I, I, again, it's got to be a sure surefire hit, right? Losing Star Trek The Next Generation. Jeff Bezos, we've had a checkered pass with him. We were having a great time through the pandemic watching Star Trek with our fans online. It was a great weekly ritual. Ripped away. I think that's more Paramount's uh, fault than Jeff Bezos. But, you know, he's the richest man in the world. He could have blocked that. Oh, yeah, he could have blocked done Paramount. Us all. He could, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he could have space. The big space fan man could have could have put it into all this, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. He didn't. The Book of Boba Fett. Boy, the Bo- Boba Fett leading the crime family on seedy old Tatooine. Uh, that looked like a lot of fun. And then finally, Doom Patrol Season 3. I guess I'm the only one on this island, but I fucking love Doom Patrol. And I was excited as hell for Season 3 to start. Let's open the old golden oldie envelope and see see, see how, how they fared. I think this might be a you and me only category. And I'm not sure why everybody else is not allowed to express their disappointment but uh, mm-hmm. we don't hear from the community on this one 2021's bald move award for biggest disappointment goes to the book of boba fett is oh, it appropriate yeah. to clap i agree i boo! think so <laughs> boo uh yeah man this 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 show kind of sucked mm-hmm. um unless you were a seven or eight year old watching this with in pajamas with a bowl of cereal on your lap or a, or a father or mother of that child that's reliving your Star Wars uh, glory through it. It's it's rough, pretty rough. Um, rounding out the, the the disappointments for this year was The Witcher season two, which failed to capitalize on the hype of season one. And, and this uh, bald mover's opinion, Black Widow, too little, too late for the Black Widow legend. Uh, the Re- Mosquito Coast reboot, two thousand twenty one series. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> The uh-huh. High Life Watch Party, Robert Pattison, science oh, fiction, masturbation, masturbation boxes. Box. Mm-hmm. How could it go wrong? Well, it did. And then finally, Marvel's The Eternals. Just, you know, it's, it's no Guardians. Let's put it that way. That's All right. for sure. Enough uh, of that bummer, bummer category. Yeah, we've, we've got another positive category here. Uh, one that I'm excited about because there were a lot of good shows debuted this year and or had a pilot this is the best debut or pilot category the nominees this year include Loki which everybody knows Loki right does that does that need an introduction nah if it's a if it's a Disney plus Marvel it doesn't need an introduction uh, one that might is foundation that's uh, based on Isaac Asimov's work it was considered largely unfilmable and David S. Goyer had the audacity to come along and try and film it. And we think it turned out pretty well. Uh, Yellow Jackets, which is a Showtime show about cheerleaders who get or cheerleaders uh, soccer, a girl soccer team, That's high school sexist. girl soccer team uh, who gets stuck in the mountains after their plane crashes and has to resort to various measures to stay alive. Um, and it's uh, very, various measures. Yeah, no. various measures. Um Reservation Dogs, which was in its first season, as as I mentioned earlier, with the comedy category. Um, and then finally, Invincible, which is an animated superhero show uh, akin to something like The Boys in tone, but very interesting. So that's our list. Let's find out this fancy golden envelope here. Can you even tell it's gold with my lights on it or does it look white? It's very shiny. It's very shiny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's find out who won best debut and or pilot. Probably or. Oh, this one's a little more stuck here. Yep, I'm going to need a letter opener. Anybody got a letter opener? 
The production you know, team's just shaking their head at me. No. Yeah, yeah. No, you're on your own, buddy. All right. 2021's Bald Move Award for Best Debut or Pilot goes to Yellow Jackets. Showtime's Yellow Jackets. Congratulations to the Yellow Jackets team. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, this this is this is not because, you know, this is a nebulous category. Is it what does that mean? Des- de- debut pilot. Is it the first episode? Is it the first season? It's kind of both those neither. But this yeah. is I got it all. This was a great first season. And that pilot had to do a lot of heavy lifting mm-hmm. because it had to introduce and promise some concepts to deliver on that. Arguably, we weren't ready as an audience to see. And uh it, it it really set the hook, set the hook deep uh, as, as far as it goes uh, for me. Yeah, we didn't have a lot of pure pilot uh, contenders this year because a lot of these series that we were considering are going to be series, not just uh, a limited series. So yeah. uh, it was pretty fair this year. Uh, rounding out this list was Hawkeye at number six, uh, Squid Game, number seven, Mayor of Easttown, Midnight Mass and Schmigadoon. Uh, what so did the Bald Move community had, think? Had a pretty or, good list or, there. Uh, as far as the community goes, they agreed with us. Yellow Jackets there was you go. number one. However, barely, barely number one. They actually agreed with us on number two as well. Foundation uh, at huh. 17% of the vote. Yellow Jackets only at 18, so it's barely it's snuck by there. Yeah. The speaker. Uh, and it's all pretty even here. We we had Reservation Dogs at number three. The audience put Loki at number three. Uh, we had Invincible at number four. Squid Game came in at number four for the audience. And uh, Loki was our number five. Reservation Dogs was their number five. By the way, uh, I, f- I forget if I mentioned this up front, but we have hours of deliberations. I talk about those deliberations that we do to get these categories, and we've recorded them all, and uh, we are releasing them. They'll probably come out a little bit after the ceremony, perhaps. Uh, but if you're wondering, like, why the hell did they make... We, we recorded all of our justifications and rationalizations for everything. Some of them strong, some of them flimsy. Oh, some uh, of them very flimsy. You can flimsy. check it out. There, there, <laughs> there is a, at least a dozen hours of deliberations behind this thing. So oh, check yeah. that out uh, on baldmove.com in the prestige category. That's it. Best debut pilot in the books. I will say that I feel like um, the pilot aspect of this is being diminished because it feels this is mm-hmm. something Dan Harmon's bitched about a lot. But, like these shows coming out now are much more novel type things where they don't give a shit about hooking you in the first chapter. They expect that you're going to give them at least a couple. So Hmm. uh, those days of just banger pilots, I don't know. They might, uh, they might be fewer and far between next up a big category. The best bald first run bald movie. We had 28 last year. We, this was such a small category that we couldn't even run it. Yeah, uh, we had to open it up to just all the bald movies that we talked about. And it was kind of a mixed bag this year between uh, uh, the online premieres that we were able to attend. And, and because coronavirus was tamped down enough, we could go back to the theaters in a limited way. We got to see 28 movies this year. First run movies. Wow. So return to form for the category itself. Your nominees, again, in no particular order, The Harder They Fall, or sorry, Harder They Fall, a Netflix cowboy adventure, Spider-Man No Way Home, The Suicide Squad, the reboot of the stupid Suicide Squad, Dune 2021 version, the Denis Villeneuve version, and finally Candyman, strong contenders, who's going to get the baldy gold, who's going to win the Stewart? Mm. who's going to win the Patrick let's see tearing open the the envelope best first run bald movie 2021 we have the first ever tie the first ever tie (laughs) ladies and gentlemen what Dune 2021 and Spider-Man No Way Home uh we came to a deadlock I wanted Dune Jim wanted Spider-Man and we decided, fuck it. There was no way to resolve this. They both won. Th- there so was congrats. actually a way to resolve it. If you listen to our deliberations, uh, we, we flipped flip a, a coin? coin. We flipped a coin for this one. And I believe the coin says that Dune technically won. Well, then fuck that. Dune won the category. No, Dune, I congratulations to Dune. I forgot about the coin Strongly contest the results of this category. Strongly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> at the number three slot, harder they fall than the Suicide Squad and Candyman. Um... The community had Dune 
agreeing with me and the coin flip, that's a three-way hmm. uh, con- confirmation. 29% of Spider-Man eking out 25%, and Suicide okay. Squad 13%. That's the last double digits that went down from there. So pretty wow. pretty strong uh, correlating around Dune and Spider-Man. Uh, rounding out the top 10, some honorable mentions, No Time to Die. Uh, mm-hmm. at six, seven, Shanghai, the Legend of Ten Rings, Shang-Chi, not Shanghai, Jesus. Uh, number eight, A Quiet Place Part Two, number nine, Encanto, and number ten, 8-Bit Christmas. Nice. Did we, did Best we, bald movie, Did we clap for any of these movies? Books. I felt like we didn't. Clap to everybody, yeah. Sure. No, I, I definitely gave it up for the tie, and then also I was the too realization that too. I won. Yeah. Commission podcasts are an awesome feature here at Bald Move that allows you, the individual listener, to decide what we talk about for a single podcast. The community loves it because it often leads to fun fan-favorite films and TV shows that we've overlooked getting the coverage they deserve. And we love it because we're constantly exposed to great stuff that's not even on our radar. The way it works is simple. You go to support.baldmove.com and you click on commissions. Then you pay the flat rate for the commission and tell us what two-ish hours of content you'd like us to make podcasts on. Then we'll contact you for details, advanced feedback, and any dedications you'd like to make. Then we watch the thing, discuss the thing, turn it into a podcast, and pump it right into your ears. We get consistently great feedback on how much our commissioners love their podcast, and they make great gifts for the dedicated Bald Move fan in your life. And who knows, that dedicated fan could even be you. Treat yourself. Check out support.baldmove.com for more info. Since the dawn of time, we've been putting clothes on our back that identify us with our people, our group, our tribe. And why Bald Move might be one of the smallest, weirdest tribes out there, transcending all concepts of border, class, culture, and creed, we still have respect for the old ways. At support.baldmove.com, you can get t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more. We have something for every one of our podcasts, or just wear the four pips of the Bald Move logo with pride. Bald Move merch beats running around naked, and they make a great gift for the Bald Move fan in your life. Join our tribe! Head over to support.baldmove.com and click on merch to start shopping. All right, <sighs> we've got yet another category. Uh, another fun this, one. This is an interesting one. I'm not sure we have done this one in the past. This might be a new category. Brand uh, new category. If if you're not aware, every Sunday night over on twitch.tv slash bald move, Aaron and I sit down with the audience of anywhere from 50 to 100 people and we watch movies. And uh, Amazon mm-hmm. has this feature through uh, Twitch and Amazon Prime that lets you actually watch the movie with us as long as you have a Prime account. Uh, And it's a ton of fun. And uh, this used to be where we did the Star Trek watch parties too before Bezos and Paramount conspired to take that away. But I I can't stress this enough. If you have an Amazon Prime account, and I know a lot of you do, this is completely free. It takes like 30 seconds to link it to your free Twitch account and boom, you can just watch watch movies with us. Uh Yeah, it's a ton of fun. Um, so, the best watch party category includes in the top five in no particular order, Predator. Mm. Does that does that need an introduction? Arnold Schwarzenegger mows down the jungles of some South American country. The South America, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not even sure if they say which one it is. Uh, arachnophobia. <laughs> it's, a, it's it's a gardening movie uh, at its core. <laughs> it is, yeah, yeah. It's all about uh, horticulture. Arachnophobia. Which is all about Jeff Daniels uh, being scared of spiders, and I don't blame him, especially and in that movie. Too, turns out, yep. Uh, the happening, which is M Night Shyamalan's, the wind is deadly movie. Yeah, I think. what if trees attacked? Yeah, yeah. They're not gonna be able to move. They're not gonna be. They're still trees. They're not like ants. This isn't Lord of the Rings. They're just gonna attack you. Yeah. Uh boy, that's an interesting movie. Uh, Mac and me, which is boy how much do i remember of the plot of that movie i definitely know there are aliens involved and and a child picks up an alien somewhere along the the best it's the best alien movie i've ever seen where a child in a wheelchair gets flung off a cliff yeah you've certainly seen that clip 
Mm-hmm. And rounding out the top five here, Virtuosity, which is Wesley Snipes and uh, the Gladiator dude, Russell Crowe. Uh, Russell Crowe's a cop trying to catch a, a half-digital Wesley Snipes terrorist character. They, I don't know exactly how to describe that movie, but boy, it was fun. Kind of long. It's like like Fugitive meets Lawnmower Man. It's, Di- uh-huh. it's Denzel Washington. Oh, is it Denzel? Way, okay. <laughs> I, get, I get my Denzel and Wesley Snipes. You know, they're so similar. Uh, yeah. All right, let's find out. a bigger fan of paying taxes than the other, I think. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Let's find out who won the best watch party for Bald Move 2021. And the winner for the 2021 Bald Move Award for best watch party goes to... Mac and me. Oh, Mac congratulations. Me. Congratulations Mac to Mac and me. Um, How could it not? Largely on the strength of the contribution it gave to the Bald Move community. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've seen on our Discord or any other place a, a weird emoji that looks like two, like two ET hands cupping something, uh, the aliens communicate by whistling, and this just really tickled our audience. And uh, they came up uh, before we came up with the emotes. They came up with an ASCII way uh, using you know br- brackets and, and mm-hmm. slashes to represent it. But yeah, you'll you'll often see see that go up in, in a show of bald move solidarity, support, approval, sympathy. It's it, just like in the alien movies, it means everything. You right? Just, you just whistle and then let your heart let your heart speak through your lips and your hands. Somehow. <laughs> uh, what the community think? The the community had some very different ideas from what we All did. All right, this is valuable information. The, the number one movie according to the community, the number one watch party was Back to the Future, with fourteen percent of the vote. All right, and you know what? That was one of our more successful. I think we had three digit attendance for that one. Yeah, yeah. I People feel like lining up for the Marty McFly machine. It, absolutely, um, which would explain you know why it got such a high percentage, but also. I, I feel like people were voting largely on the movie too. Like their experience might be a little bit different from ours um, because mm. Galaxy Quest was number two, and yep. that's that's a very Excellent nostalgic, movie. fun movie. Uh, Predator was number three. That actually matched on our list. We had it at number three as well. Uh, Aliens was number four, and Sharknado was number six. Those tied with six percent each. Sharknado, so many torsos per second. Uh, yeah, it's the leading leading movie indicator. And we had a few uh, right. of those in our top 10 as well. Back to the Future and Sharknado came in six and seven. Yeah. yeah. We were going for like what is most fun and funny for us mm-hmm. um, because as hosts of it, sometimes we don't pay the closest attention to the movie. And yeah. it's more of like making jokes and having fun than it is. Um, but sometimes if it's a movie we've seen a million times, you get the best of both worlds. So congratulations to all the watch parties uh, who competed in one. Okay, this is the opposite of the other category. This is where, no, no, no. I get. I'm sorry. This is this is not. Uh, we both get to say in this the biggest miss. So this is the category where we recognize things that are outside the bald move empire, things that the light of the empire did not shine upon, uh, things that uh, e- either we didn't see and we should have or maybe things we didn't see and maybe we had a unique qualification to talk about it you know like there's a particular good bald move type of thing um i don't know what i'm talking about it's the biggest miss it's the stuff that uh, we didn't podcast we should have Mm -hmm. in no particular order the nominees are king richard so this is the will smith biopic about the father of venus and serena williams um i think it's an interesting angle because i don't know how many people know this but uh king richard was a is a jehovah's witness and raised his girls in that uh upbringing and i've not seen this movie yet but i'm very curious to see it just to see how they touch on that aspect of it if they do at all mayor of easttown this is essentially a gender-bent true detective story and we love true detective probably could have done a good job on it the White Lotus. Uh, this is rich people, some kind of mystery comedy uh, in an exotic resort uh, kind of thing. Didn't interest me, but a lot of people, it was on a lot of people's top 10 lists, top 20 lists. And, you know, that's always a potential miss for us. Squid Games took the internet by storm. It was uh, a big breakout crossover hit for Netflix. It spawned tons of merch. You can't go anywhere without seeing those fucking plushies. 
of the triangle circle square guys. I was going to say it kind of stole PlayStation's thunder a little bit with its it symbology. Did. It did. It blew the, it blew the DualShock controller mm-hmm. off the map. Uh, and then finally, Succession. Succession. Uh, our biggest missed category. What's it going to be? Here's the golden envelope. What 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 did we fuck up this year? Surely nothing. Surely nothing. Yeah, it's a blank envelope. What? Hey, what? We did a good job. Wow. Uh, by Gemini's estimation, 2022's biggest, 2021's biggest miss was Succession. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. for your third season of being snubbed by Bald Move Succession. <laughs> uh Followed by Mayor of Easttown, The White Lotus, Squid Games, King Richard. We also, uh, honorable mentions going to Dope Sick, which I still want to see about mm. the opioid crisis. I don't want to see that. I'm reading that in you the news every day. No, thanks. Uh, that's true. Uh, Maid, uh, who has Margaret Qualley, right, in it. And uh, yeah. it's a, it's about uh, navigating the social welfare safety net system in America. And then finally, Underground Railroad. Uh, the Community. A shocking result. The number one bald move miss. Yellow jackets. Yellow oh, jackets. Yeah. Incredible. Wow. Now I I will say that I thought we did pretty all right by yellow jackets on off the clock. Um, mm-hmm. but it wasn't episode by episode, full specular speculation, 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 spoiler type of coverage. I think Jim and I are both on the same page of doing that next year. When, I would when like Yellow to, yeah. Jackets season two comes out, we want to hit that. 15% of the community says we missed on Yellow Jackets. 14% Succession Season 3. Hmm. Can you believe it? Followed by For All Mankind, 13%. That's another surefire. Season 3 comes out. I will shove things off the schedule to cover it. Uh, the Witcher Season 2 kind of disagree on that in Squid Games, uh, <laughs> number 6. But you know what? That's why the community gets a vote. I have to read it. Yeah, I uh, feel like we we judge these categories differently. Um, for you and I, uh, we take into account what we could have potentially covered, and I feel like Yellow Jackets was not one of those shows because it's a season one. It's an unknown quantity. It's on Showtime. It's, it's on Showtime. Yeah, yeah. Who the fuck it, it's Showtime? not going to get coverage from us. But Succession is a third season show on HBO. It's got a lot of acclaim. So it, I feel like our our choice makes sense for us, and the audience's choice certainly makes sense for them. Uh, the producers are saying that there is an important development in the biggest miss category. Uh, Some intrepid soul has commissioned a podcast for succession. Jim and I are being bribed to to watch and podcast on it in a very real literal sense. Money has exchanged hands. There's some payola, some pay for play. Uh, so you so you succession heads are going to get some some uh, success in your succession uh, come 2022 sooner rather sure. than later, probably in the next couple months. Uh, two two episodes of Succession will be coming our way. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. This might be a, this might have stunning upset potential for 2022. We'll see. All right, next category. Uh, this is a big one. Best female actor. Boy, there are a lot of people on this list. The this and, and the male Huge actor list. category are big lists. Uh, we had a lot of great performances category. this year. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and I think it's a pretty good list, but we'll see what everybody th- else thinks here. Uh, the nominees for Best Female Actor in no particular order, Kara G. Gee? I, I still don't know how to say her name. I feel like it's G. Uh, as drummer in The Expanse. Christina Ricci as Misty in Yellow Jackets. Laura Byrne as Dimmerzel in Foundation. Tania Miller as Zephyr Halima Ifa. In Foundation, and Sonia Wal- Walger, mm-hmm. sure as, as Molly Cobb for for all mankind. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh Drum boy! Roll. Oh, this envelope's just coming apart at the seams, man. Not in a neat fashion. All right, let's see if we can squeeze it out. Here we go. The winner for 2021's Bald Move Award for Best Female Actor goes to Sonia Walger as Molly Cobb for All Mankind. Oh, nice. Congratulations to the space lady. Um, Boy, what a fantastic season for her, huh? Uh, My favorite character, and I think she had... This is is a true ensemble cast. There is not a star of the show in particular, but uh, her um, story of dealing with the, the... 
badass ass lady in space dealing with uh, the fallout from her heroics early season two. I'm trying not to spoil things. Yeah. Um, particularly the, some of the scenes where she was trying to recapture. Uh, well, maybe not recapture. Just hold on to what she had in, a, in, in the seat of a jet fighter. Uh, just mm-hmm. spectacular. Just, just really uh, some beautiful performances and all the filmmaking kind of coming together to support her. Uh, God, God, I love for all mankind. Yeah, there there were so many big performances. We have uh, in the number eight position, rounding out our top ten, was Chris Marshall, Danielle from For All Mankind. Mm-hmm. Um, but but we also had several others here. Rounding out the top ten, Julia Lewis as Natalie from Yellow Jackets, Mackenzie Davis as Kirsten for uh, Station Eleven. Uh, like I said, Chris Marshall as Danielle for All Mankind, Jasmine Savoy Brown as Teen Thaisa from Yellow Jackets. And Hannah Waddingham, I think I feel like Aaron shoehorned her on here. Actually, actually, I was <laughs> fighting the... pretty hard for her because, boy, she had some great stuff in as Rebecca. She's in ten Ted foot Lasso. tall and she's number ten on her list. What can I do? What can I do? <laughs> I, uh, I stand my Amazon queen. Let, let's see what the audience thought because yes. you know what the community thinks. This is a. I'm, I'm guessing. This is a good list I'm guessing. Here. I'm guessing drummer. Uh, you guess right. Kara G as drummer in the expanse got 26% of the vote, a full 11% higher than the next uh, runner up. Uh, who she was- did really good work in season six of the expanse. Some of the scenes oh, yeah. uh, she had, I think some of the best of the short work. Um, and she also that scene with her and Dominic Tipper where she's being brought into the Martian Terran Alliance kind of against her better judgment and will mm-hmm. uh, stunning. Excellent work. And some some very good stuff also within the final moments of that series. Um, sure, sure. Arguing with Avasarala and Holden and all the oh yeah, big inners. big deal politics. Yeah, Belter's playing at the end. Good stuff. Uh, number two was Hannah Waddingham as Rebecca and Ted Lasso for fifteen <laughs> percent of the vote. Damn straight. Uh, community thought Christina Ricci was third as Misty and Yellow Jackets with twelve percent. Misty, uh, you said was your favorite character of the year. Yeah, I, uh, I, I just really loved watching uh, Christina Ricci's performance. It's so weird and so good. She's really good at weird performances, right? She like is, Christina yeah. Ricci has made a, a whole fucking career out of just weird, bizarre. Even the commercial stuff she does, like Wednesday Adams, is weird. Yeah. Like defined by weird. Yeah. What a what a what a glorious weirdo. I'm excited to see the the Ricci-sans happening right now. Me too. Uh, Dominic Tipper came in number four as Naomi in The Expanse, which she's always Love great. Love the ladies of The Expanse. And then Mackenzie Davis rounding out the top five for the community as uh, Kirsten in Station Eleven, nine percent of the vote. She's real good. Yeah. Okay, our ninth category: the best bald move moment of 2021. This is the moment where, or this is the the category. This is the baldy gold. The Gemini I don't touch. This is a purely uh, the the writer, the the listeners submit the topic, the submit all the choices, and then our round two, y'all vote for them. So this is 100 percent the bald move community vote. Let's find out uh, the best bald move community vote. Our community moment in no particular order was breaking a $20,000 barrier for cure owls on the groundhog wow. marathon. Yeah. Technically this is a 20 that this happens every fucking year. I'm not going to fight it anymore. Yeah. Uh, we're going to make an <laughs> exception that the groundhog day celebration for the current year is eligible for last year's baldy because you guys are just going to continue to nominate anyway. So fuck it. Uh, and this is a great this was a great moment. Yeah, I feel um, like I want to clap just for that moment alone. <laughs> clap just for that moment. Yeah. Uh, we've had two years working with the Cure House folks. They're wonderful people to work with. And it's a great charity. And I'm just blown the fuck away. Like I this this is such a huge. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, uh, this feels a little self-congratulatory that the community is nominating this moment because they did it right. Like they we did. Were, it's true. We were just That's there true. presiding over the event. They're the ones who made that happened yeah we just existed you you guys gave the money uh a very belter christmas that's a that's that's a really nice thing for y'all to say that you really appreciate it jim and i worked hard in that little audio drama um the summertime badass rankings something Mm. we kind of did on a lark and it really resonated with people and it's so much fun we're gonna do it again so look forward in july to for for the return of the badasses returning again jim's lawnmower man 
haven't had haven't had a lawnmower man for about five years. This was the early goings yeah. when the Baldwin Studios and Jim's old studio apartment. Um, and, and they tracked us down. They tracked us down. Just when we thought we were out, the lawnmower man pulled us back in. It isn't so much a bald move moment as it is just the entire year. Because holy <laughs> shit, that guy was out there snow blowing. Whenever, we'll do, whenever we do a live recording, the, the yep. lawnmower man will be there. Uh, and he was here for the next uh, bald move moment as well. Holy shit. Yes, David S. Goyer, uh, Crashing the Foundation podcast. David S. Goyer, the showrunner for Foundation, just sent us unsolicited feedback, and we got him on the podcast a couple times, and it was a delight. Mm -hmm. Let's see what the best bald move moment of 2021 is by lights of our readers, our listeners, however they consume our media. David S. Goyer, Crashing the Foundation podcast. Congratulations to David S. Goyer crash. You know what? We actually probably could have got him on to accept it. And uh, <laughs> we probably could. But I would have yeah. to know more than 24 hours that he'd won. And this is the thing where sure. like, I don't know until I compile the poll results. So following that is a very belt of Christmas. Then a summertime badass rankings. Jim's lawnmower man and breaking the $20,000 barrier uh, for Curials. Rounding out the top five. Uh, the top ten included Aaron's five monitor power. I have... <laughs> five monitors on my desk and it's uh-huh. kind of hilarious return of the campy walking dead coverage last year was return of the walking dead coverage but you know what walking dead's kind of returned to form in mm-hmm. its final year and uh we're, we're getting some good haymakers landed on it number eight sci-fi sundays number nine our shared general dissatisfaction with star wars uh, the disney star wars properties which mm. i'm surprised that got as high as it did and then yeah. finally 10 the gremlins podcast Oh, nice. Star Wars dissatisfaction resonating with the older Gen X community, apparently. Yeah. <sighs> Thank you for those uh, wonderful bald move moments. Again, I had no idea what's ever going to come out of that thing, and uh, we got some baldy gold out of it. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. All right. Next up is a brand new category for this year. Uh, mm. It's something that we have done over the years we've compiled the list over the years this has gone way back this this is by this far the oldest 10 bald years move old. tradition yeah. yeah like this was number the number four bald uh, blue yonder podcast which is the first mm-hmm. ever podcast jim and i did together and, and we've been obsessed the first time it felt overdue to incorporate it into uh the baldies here so this category is the biggest badass of the year and i want to stress the of the year part because there are a lot of badasses on our list. Some of them made movies this year. Some of them didn't. And the ones that made movies this year, maybe they're badasses of the past. Maybe, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger makes a movie every once in a while. He doesn't automatically carry the baggage of being Arnold Schwarzenegger into whatever roles he's he's taken on this year. It's got to be what happened this year. So our nominees, in no particular order, are... Yaya Abdul-Mateen II as Morpheus and Candyman. He got two roles in. Dual badasses. That's got to help. Yeah. Uh, Jason Momoa as Duncan Idaho in Dune. Idris, Super badass. Idris Elba as Deadshot and Rufus Buck. Another twofer here uh, in the Suicide Squad and Harder They Fall. Two badasses and one one male body. <laughs> uh, Lakeith Stanfield. He, he can't quite fit two badasses in his male body. It's not as big as Idris. Too sparse a frame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Lakeith Stanfield is Cherokee Bill and Harder They Fall. And Frankie Adams as Gunnery Sergeant Roberta Draper from The Expanse. Ooh. I gotta know. I gotta know. Oh boy, I'm excited. Who's who's gonna win? Who's gonna win? Oh, look at that envelope just coming right open. It wants to be read. <laughs> it's too much badass. Too much badass stuffed into one envelope. And the winner for the 2021 Bald Move Award for Badass of the Year goes to Frankie Adams as Gunnery Sergeant Roberta Draper in The Expanse. Yes! Congratulations. The structural support of the entire show as she was so often in the starship so she wrote in. Yep. Uh, Goddamn, what what an all-time badass. And I gotta say, uh, I, I've, I've recently finished the final trilogy of The Expanse books. Uh she continues to be just a stellar badass. I really want to see more expanse because my God, I got to, I got, I, I got to see them complete the story just, just to get more badass Bobby moments. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, not, not making it in the top five here are the other badasses from the expanse, but I feel like, uh, Bobby stands head and shoulders above them. Literally. 
Yeah, shocking result that uh, Amos didn't make it on the list. But, you know, there's so much badass and only wasn't his season. Wasn't his season. season. Uh, Rounding out our top 10 list. We'll get to the community here in a second. But rounding out our top 10 is John Cena as Peacemaker. Pedro Pascal as the Mandalorian. And remember, John Cena was only qualified for the Suicide Squad. The Peacemaker came in entirely. He's going to make some noise in the 2022 badass list for sure. Yeah, I feel like that handicapped him a little bit. Um, Jonathan Majors as He Who Remains and Nat Love in Loki and Harder They Fall. Lee Pace as Brother Day uh, or Emperor Cleon in Foundation. Unconventional badass, but undeniable. Absolutely. Uh, And Dave Bautista as, oh boy. Glossu The Beast Rabbin. Okay, Rabbin. Sure. In from Dune. Uh, Let's find out what the community thought because I'm excited to know. Uh, Oh, boy. I'm liking the community's list here. Number one for the community Match Stars, Frankie Adams, this Gunnery Sergeant Roberta Draper. What's the percent? 17. All right. These top three are neck and neck. It's crazy. Uh, Jason Momoa as Duncan Idaho came in second with 16% of the vote and then John neck and size 21 neck they're just all <laughs> stacked, stacked up. yeah John Cena might have the biggest neck uh, as Peacemaker 15% number three see uh, I bet a lot of people forgot that this is only for his, the Suicide Squad board. I think so or yeah. he's also just a big big fucking badass could be uh, Idris Elba was number four for the community uh, as Deadshot nice. and Rufus Buck with 10%, and then Lee Pace rounded out the top All five right. for the community. All right. Lee Pace getting 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 some credit for his uh, very, very powerful, persuasive, yeah. uh, large and in charge brother day. We try to make it super easy to support making podcasts at Bald Move. Just join the club. But some people aren't the joining type, or maybe they're already in the club but want to add a little bit of gratuity for an especially great season of coverage, or for a podcast that really spoke to them or gave them that bit of support in a tough time. For these, and for whatever other reason you might have, our tip jar is always open. Head over to support.ballmove.com and click the donate option to say, hey, keep doing what you're doing. We appreciate it. Once again, check out support.ballmove.com for all the great ways to help me and Jim keep making the podcast you love. All right, we've got uh, one of the first of the prestige, the prestige, prestige categories. Best male actor. Uh, this, these are again. Uh, this is not. This is only open to movies, correct? And it's only thing. Or no, it's only no. open to TV shows. Yeah, these yeah. are not movies. These are just TV shows, and it's stuff that we had to have coverage on in some way, some capacity for bald move. Mm-hmm. In no particular order, the best male actors. Leap Pace as Brother Day from Foundation. Terrence Mann as Brother Dusk from Foundation. Hmm. Michael Dorman, he's Gordo on For All Mankind. Himesh Patel as Jeevan Chaudhary. Chaudhary? Chaudhary, yeah. From Station Eleven. And Jason Sudeikis as Ted from Ted Lasso, the mustache Mm. man himself. It's a good category. It's a good category. Strong, strong contenders. Yeah. Really fun deliberations. There's like an hour and a half, two hours of deliberations for each of these actor categories. And here we go. Wrestling out of the gold envelope. The 2020 award for best male actor goes to Michael Dorman as Gordo for all mankind. All right. Way to go, Gordo. For all mankind taking down both actor categories. Wow. Wow. That's true. Oh, my God. That's some true. Stellar acting in that show. Uh, close behind him, uh, Himesh Patel as uh, Jeevan from Station Eleven. Then Lee Pace as Brother Day uh, Foundation. Also, his brother, Terrence Mann, Brother Dusk on Foundation. And Jason Sudeikis as Ted Lasso. The community at the tune of 24% thought Lee Pace was wow. the best male actor. Uh, followed by Jason Sudeikis, 19% for Ted Lasso. Brett Goldstein as Roy. He's here, he's oh. there, he's everywhere at 10%. Uh, him he's Patel, every fucking where. He's every fucking where. Well, I'm trying not to swear at the Baldies. Come it's on, the Baldies. This is a dirty show. ABC's going to drop us if we keep talking this way. Huh. Uh, as Ajeevan got 8% from Station 11. And Matt Barry 
as oh, Laszlo wow. from what we did in the shadows. Eight percent. You know, we talked about uh, him, but he's yeah. he's playing Matt Barry. Yeah, it's, it's hardly that's a, a great fucking role. It's <laughs> yeah. a great fucking role. Uh, rounding out our top 10, the honorable mentions, David Wilmont as Clark from Station Eleven, Nick Muhammad as Nate from Ted Lasso. Uh, what a fucking what a fucking villain. Joel yeah. Kinnaman as Ed Baldwin for All Mankind. Nicholas Holt as Peter the Great. Um, yeah, the deliberations, we go in a lot about what what tickled our fancy about these guys. And Matt Berry mm-hmm. made our top 10 as well. Yeah. Congratulations to everyone, especially Michael Dorman on For All Mankind. Absolutely. Another category in the books. All right. Let's get to category number 12 here. Biggest surprise. So... Everybody knows the definition of surprise, right? I don't need to go too deep into it, but this is our particular surprise. So, like, if we were, if something wasn't on our radar, right? Like, uh, th- there's so many shows that come out every year. Uh, Yellow Jackets might be one, right? Um, something that that just shows up out of nowhere. We had no expectations. We go in, and boom, we are we are in love with the thing. That's our biggest surprise. It can also be, um, I think, in the past we've done commissions here. Uh, people who have commissioned podcasts for us to watch a movie or something and we end up way for yeah yeah just finding something new that we had no idea existed um so let's get to top five in no particular order the nominees are the guest which is uh shit what's his name what's the actor's name (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, it's Cousin Matthew. It's uh-huh. Dan Stevens. Stevens, Dan Stevens. yes. Dan Stevens. Uh, horror film? It, it, this is such a weird such a weird movie. Um, if you want to hear more about it, go to the deliberations. Uh, next up is Reservation Dogs, which we already talked about. Mortal Kombat 2021. This, I think, everybody has low expectations for, extremely low expectations given its history. Uh, Invincible, which kind of came out of nowhere for me. I, I heard a little bit about it, kind of knew what it was. I'm not super partial to animated stuff, so that made the list. Um, the Suicide Squad. I think everybody knows why this could be a big surprise, yeah? I mean, Zack Snyder kind of fucked everything up before. Uh, let's find out who actually won Biggest Surprise. And the winner for 2021 Baldwin Award for Biggest Surprise is Reservation Dogs. Yes. Oh, yes. Congratulations oh, yeah. to do- uh, Reservation Dogs. I hadn't even heard, like, uh, a couple of people on Twitter uh, the week or two after this came out. It's like, you're sw- sleeping on Reservation Dogs. You should really check it out. And I looked into it. And I'm like, oh, this looks pretty good. Taiki. The uh, Taika Taika Waititi is involved, yeah. and I've loved everything he's done. Uh, I'm going to get into this, and then we ended up watching the whole thing. Talked about a lot on Off the Clock. Uh, I laughed, I cried. Yeah, I'm really excited to see what they do with season two. Yeah, and and I, I think you know a couple of the reasons it won because it ran the gamut as far as uh, the human emotional experience. <laughs> it was both hilarious and sad at times. Um, and then also it gave an insight into a life that I don't often see insights into. Um, that, that Native American experience here in America is something that's pretty opaque um, that I don't get to see a lot. So that was exciting. And then rounding out uh, our list, we actually didn't even have 10 for this. We only had eight. Uh, Loki was number six. Squid Game was seven. And WandaVision was eight. What did you see anything? There was no community vote. Oh, it's our biggest huh, surprise, well. not their biggest surprise. <laughs> we, don't care. we don't care what surprises y'all. I wonder, is that an oversight Nothing by me? Nothing can surprise the uh, internet. I don't know. <laughs> uh, which brings us to another prestige commission, or best prestige category I just gave away. It's the best commission. Uh, if you don't know, you can go to support.ballmove.com. You can pay us a fixed amount of money, and we will watch two to three-ish hours of your favorite content and tell you what we think about it. Uh, it's a brave act. It's a generous act, uh, but it can really pay off dividends. Now we loosely we have a system. This the 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 myths system 
uh, meet, that stands for media quality, interest, fun, and surprise. And we have a five-point grading scale for each of those. And that allows us to get the movies in rough category, the TV shows in rough category. And then Jim and I also just feel free to to disregard that when we want to to get the result that we want. Because, again, it's the Baldies. This isn't science. Um, but yeah, uh, if you want to see how we scored this again, I highly recommend looking up the deliberation for this category and checking it out in no particular order. The winners, the, the nominees for winner for this category are predator all time action. Great. 2001, a space odyssey, the godfather of science fiction in the modern media age, Jurassic park, a nostalgic favorite. Invincible season one, episode one and episode eight, a risky. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the confidence to commission the first and last episode of a thing and being like, give a fully formed opinion on that and it working out. And mm-hmm. finally, World of Tomorrow, Don Hertzfeld's uh, magnum animated sci fi time traveling mind bending opus. What are we going to think? What is the community going to think? Commission podcast. Oh, this is a particularly sticky one. Particularly yeah. sticky-ler. All right. Oh, you know, it's this envelope <laughs> did not want to give up its goods, man. Uh, 2021's Bald Move Award for Best Commission Podcast. The winner, Jurassic Park. Congratulations, Jurassic Park. And it's Commissioner Superfan Sheldon. Thank you so much. Uh, oh, me yeah. and Jim had a wonderful time. Revisiting memory lane. Uh, gave these me a new appreciation for the movie too, which was surprising. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this movie holds. Also, it's it's a great. It's always great to watch a Spielberg film and just see how the man works. Yeah, because what a fucking storyteller. Number two, nipping behind its uh, heels like a T Rex chasing a slow moving Jeep is the Predator. Then two thousand one, uh, a Space Odyssey. This is a strong top three. Yeah. This is like everything about Bald Move. It's the joy and nostalgia. It's the dumb, badass fun. And it's the cerebral what if science fiction. Um, yeah. Honorable mentions uh, include Tombstone at number six. God, it's a great podcast. Seven, Almost Famous. Eight, The Guest with Dan Stevens. Mm-hmm. Uh, nine, True Romance. The not Quentin Tarantino, Quentin Tarantino film. And in 10, Lost in Translation. Another great flick. The community overwhelming favorite, thirty one percent Jurassic Park. Nice. So congratulations on picking a winner, guys. Followed by Invincible season one and uh, uh, episode one and eight at fifteen percent. In two thousand one, A Space Odyssey, fourteen percent. Predator, thirteen percent. Really f- steep fall off at that. True Romance, five percent. Mm. Uh, so yeah. Uh, clearly result there bald move uh, the the hosts and community speak with one voice Jurassic Park the best commission podcast congratulations Sheldon two time yeah community and bald move winner congratulations and thanks to all of our commissioners you guys really really have uh, support us generously and we appreciate it all right next category uh, this is one that might need a little explaining though it's not a new category we've done this several years running uh, mm-hmm. it's highest risk, highest reward. Um, the idea here is it, it, movie studios have a tendency to want to capitalize on a lot of their properties. And some of those properties are beloved by fans. Um, and some of the projects they come out with trying to capitalize on that aren't so beloved. Uh, I can think of like Ghostbusters being one where the audience kind of turned on it. Uh, and this category tries to recognize projects that have a high potential of not living up to the history of their franchise or um, th- there are some other exceptions in there, but th- there's also the idea of like, hey, this is a very hard thing to do. And if you do it successfully, it could be great. But if you do it even slightly less than successfully, it's going to be a disaster. Uh, everyone will will hate it. You will diminish the the entirety of the the audience for this thing somehow. Um, it, it, it's it's an interesting category, and we've got a lot of interesting nominees. It, so. the, the, the important component is no one's asking for this. Yeah, the risk of of besmirching a pro, a, a, a property is high, but also the rewards. 
and it doesn't necessarily have to be that no one's asking for it because some of these people are very much asking for um but there's so such a risky idea to take on mm. that mm-hmm. it's hard to say uh so the nominees in no particular order are a quiet place part two foundation dune 2021 which i guess is part one i don't know Candyman and the suicide squad let's find out who won i gotta i gotta fake opening this because i already opened it <laughs> uh-oh i know who won the category all right this hmm all right, the the winner of the 2021 Baldwin Award for highest risk, highest reward goes to Dune. Dune 2020. Dennisville News. Dune 2021. Dune has been made now three times in my lifetime by David Lynch, by some goofball on science, uh, the Sci-Fi Channel, and now by Dene. And uh, boy, he knocked it out of the park. Um, yeah. It's one of those things where this is another series that was kind of considered unfilmable. Like, how can you do it in a single movie? Turns out you can't. You need to. No. Um, and it's like, man, as, as I, I get, I get so excited for this project. And Jim continues to remind me that this kind of should be an incomplete. You know, like your grade should be incomplete on this because you only turned in half the assignment. It's possible the back half of Dune sucks. Uh, yeah, I doubt we'll it. See. But I doubt it. But we'll see. Yeah, it is still a question mark. Uh, rounding out that that top five in in a particular order, Foundation came in number two. A Quiet Place Part Two was number three. The Suicide Squad was number four, and Candyman was number five. And then this is another category where we didn't quite have ten. Um, but rounding out our top eight was The Matrix Resurrections, Cowboy Bebop, and Many Saints of Newark. I feel like those were all, with the exception of maybe. See, those are the Dune other side of the. Th- those are the other sides at a high risk, high reward, a high risk, and maybe they right. didn't all pay off. Yeah. Which is why they didn't make our top five here. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel like with the exception of Dune and Foundation, these are all things that people were definitely not really asking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cowboy Bebop, maybe an exception as well. But yeah, that's that's it. There is no audience, no community uh, selections here. Because uh, it's a nonsense category that we barely understand. Why yeah. would we ask strangers to contribute mm-hmm. to it? Uh, this is now we've come to the, ni- the the part of the night that we've all been waiting for. This is the most prestigious category. This is why the Baldies were were created to crown the best drama of 2021 in television. It's not movie. It's a television show uh, that we watch on our television screens, and it's dramatic. It's not comedy. It's not funny. That's the mm-hmm. category. Uh, and our nominees for 2021 in no particular order, the final season, season six, question mark, of The Expanse, Yellow Jackets, premiere season, Foundations, premiere season, For All Mankind, season two, and Station Eleven, the entirety? Are they, they're not doing any more of that, right? That's just a, that was just a one and done, or are they doing more? I think they're doing more. I'm not sure. Oh, my God. Station 12, watch out for next year. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, what is this year's best drama gonna be? I don't know. There's so many of them. I'm still looking at it, and I know we picked one, and I don't. I, I can't. I can't imagine what it is. How can you pick a? <laughs> how can you pick a winner in that category? I don't know. 2021's best TV drama is for all mankind season two. Holy shit! Nice sweeping the awards they got they got did they get all the prestige they got the but all the actors yeah. they got the 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 whole enchilada here they mm-hmm. they got the ham bone whatever we need we're in the tank for it apparently uh and we kind apparently. of are right it's it's right up our alley it is right up our alley it's it's a it's a lot of fun to watch um I can't wait to see season three. I'm very excited. Um, So that's our number one winner. Uh, Rounding out the top 10 is Expanse at number two, Yellow Jackets at three, Foundation at four, Station Eleven at five, Marvel's Loki gets some love at six, uh, Catherine the Great's The Great season two at seven, Squid Game at eight, Hawkeye largely on the basis of it being a Christmas show on Mm. nine, and then WandaVision. Uh, It's weird and it's beautiful. Doesn't ultimately hang together, but uh, hmm. you know it's uh, it, it's it's up there. Uh, it, it, the community, 
The community judged season six of The Expanse, the finale season, as the best at 23%, followed by wow. Succession coming out of nowhere. Huh. Coming out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, where are the Yellow Jacket stands on this one? Uh, season three... 17% for all mankind season two at 12% station 11 at 7% midnight mass coming out of nowhere. Wow. We did talk about that in deliberations. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked it. It's a good spooky Halloween show. Uh, number six. So bald move. Didn't quite. We, we didn't quite see. Although it's close. We had for all mankind as one and two. They had uh, expanse as one and for all mankind as three. Hmm. For all mankind is I'm sorry. One and expanse is two. So. Ah, that's it. Last category of the Baldies are in the bag. Again, if you want to hear more of us talk about what was the best in 2021, there are, what, 10? At least nine, maybe 10 deliberation files. I'm not sure. Jim might also chop some of them together, break some of them apart. Probably not. I I think there are going to be nine. Nine. So there'll be there's there's nine separate podcasts and uh, video files that you can watch on YouTube.com slash bald move or bald move. I think these are all going to go out on the prestige feed. So apologies for people that don't care about stupid award shows. But I know a lot of you do Uh, compare and contrast with the Oscars in terms of quality and opacity. I think Oscars might win one, but we're definitely going to get the (laughs) we're definitely going to take the home the baldy gold on the transparency issue. Yeah. Thanks. 2021 was 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 a lot of fun. It was also challenging. We've had such a long prestige drought, but 2022 looks like it's going to be bringing the thunder. We got the return of Better Call Saul. Uh, we've got the return of David Simon and and his his writing pal George Pelicanos. Uh, it's going to be having a new Baltimore based crime drama for us. We own this city coming out uh, next month. Lots of prestige coming out. There's lots of great first-run movies. Already got a whole slate of commissions looking to look forward to. And you know there's going to be pulp. You know there's going to be oh, plenty yeah. of pulp this year. Uh, 2022, maybe even better we'll, than, than, than 2021. We'll see. Or could be worse. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Thanks for watching. Thanks for your support. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next year for 2022's Baldies. Good night, everybody. Congratulations to all the winners.